What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Friday edition of the show here to wrap up the week. Kyle, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Joseph. Sorry, I had a big old gulp of protein shake there. Got to start Did my you? day off right, you know. Did you expect, uh, like, me no, to you were more short. there? Okay. Yeah, I yeah I kind of did to be honest with you. Okay. I said, "Watch, I'm a, I'm gonna mute my mic and take a sip here, and he's gonna you know quick snap me, and he quick snap me." <laughs> so the, you count down the show, you give the five, four, three, two, one, you hit record. You know I'm gonna say basically the same thing, and you thought, right. you know what, I got time to take a big old gulp of protein shake. Yeah, and I didn't. All right. Well, so fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So this one's your this one's your fault, but you know the, some of right. the other ones from here may not be. Well, this could be fun. I can keep you on your toes now with uh, introductions. Imagine me saying yeah, something I'm different. Constantly going to be second guessing myself. Good, good. Finally, have you on your toes. All right, so check this out. I um <clears throat> went to, went out to eat this week with my wife. Right, that was fun. So did I. That was nice. Uh, different, right? Felt weird, right? Something that's super normal yes. felt weird. But uh, so we're we're at this uh, we're in Waxaw, North Carolina. Shout out to anyone uh, listening from Waxaw. Like, what about Wax Off? Mm, no, this is Waxhaw. Aw. Oh, Wax-haw. okay, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Waxaw, North Carolina, and we're in downtown. Wonderful restaurant, Capricci's. Shout out, love eating there. And we're sitting like the it's uh, one of the tables up near the front, so there's a window you can you can look out into the street. You know what I saw? What did you see? Very nice couple taking a stroll through town and the girl has a backpack on and it's clear and she's approaching closer and closer. I'm like, what, what is in this backpack? And she finally gets up to the window. You know what was in there? Bill Bar. Nope. A bird. <laughs> a, a bird. What? <laughs> What do you mean a bird? She was strolling. They were taking a walk, and they had a pet bird. I don't know, something that you'd maybe find in a rainforest. I'm not a bird expert. I don't know. So an exotic bird. bird. An exotic bird. Describe the bird to me. It was um, green. Because you know, this is my my forte now, birds. I'm a big bird guy here. I'm more more inclined every day to think that's actually true. Do people? When's the last time we talked about that story? We've. Do you want to give, it, want to give it a quick, quick Spark Notes version of that story? Yeah, we. I think we have to for the context here. <laughs> Some time ago, I'm, like years I'm gonna, ago. Years yeah, ago, me, Kyle, both of our wives were on a group text. Right, anything can happen in there. And how did it even start? Do you remember? Uh, how it was started? it for my birthday or something like that? I Wait, can't ask rem- for a birthday gift or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, yeah. I was texting your wife and I said, what would Kyle want for a gift? And and uh, she said binoculars. And I was like joking around saying, oh, because Kyle's a bird watcher and he wants to get it like a closer glance at, uh, you know, what he's out there looking for. And she's like. Oh yeah, yeah. I, Kyle. Kyle loves birds. He avid bird watcher, and I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, 
this this is not on brand. I, this doesn't make sense, but I'm like, m- maybe this is really true. And I don't, I, if Kyle, this is what Kyle likes to do, I, by all means, I don't want to make him feel weird about it. <laughs> I want to, you know, encourage him, you know, let people like things. I believe in that. And, um, and I'm just like, but I'm also floored. I'm like, this, this doesn't add up. I know this guy never once has come up. And then, and then I'm, I'm like, I, I was like stewing on this. I'm like, so I asked a few follow-up questions. I'm like, are you, are you serious about this? She's like, yeah. And then I was like, I was like, okay, what's his favorite bird? And, and she said, the blue-footed booby. And I'm like, well, what the hell is that? I, I searched this you thing. You looked it up, and yeah, it's a real and I'm bird. Like, it's a pretty cool-looking bird. I'm like, that might be my favorite bird, too, you know? And, uh, like, we've just kind of, like, joked about it, and you went, you went with it for a while, and you've never, like, fully denied it. Maybe kind of. But there's a chance. There's a chance that Kyle Krabs is a big bird watcher. I've had evidence throughout the years to believe this is true. Didn't we just talk about birds with with your wife? Talk about we, the birds like in the backyard or something like that? And no, I hit I, you guys I came, with a bunch of different. Yes, I came across this bird uh, in social media and I screenshot and I was like, hey, this is a cool bird for Kyle. Just because we got to keep the, the momentum going here with this because I need to know the truth. And within... It, Kyle didn't have enough time to look it up and in the time that he responds he's like oh it's whatever this type of bird is and I'm like okay what the hell is that like I like you're speaking the foreign language whoever came up with a name for birds really just funky names and I'm like okay and you looked it up and guess what it was but it wasn't it was it, the you, right bird it was you it, it was an indication that you have this knowledge it, it, it's it, so and then like you were you were we started talking about sparrows and you're like, oh, what type of sparrow was with a X, Y, or Z? And I'm like, I think he really likes it. Was, it was a sparrow. Like, <laughs> Kyle, so, come on. It's all- <laughs> you either are, you, Kyle is either an avid bird watcher or you've had some part of your life you've taken classes, some maybe encyclopedia of knowledge yeah, for you've, you've, birds. You've spent some amount of time looking up bird information. For, and I don't know if it's for a class or for a hobby. But uh, I don't know if you want to solve this once for all or. or uh, all right. No. So I, I don't. But I do have a few questions about the bird in the backpack. Okay. He said it was green. Yeah. It's like green, yellow what, and white. What color was the beak? You know, I wasn't I didn't examine this bird with the expectation of ever really having to uh, rehash the details of it. So I, I, I recognize the clear back path backpack with a, like a perch across it and a bird sitting in there while these two people were walking through town. Was there any touches of blue? <laughs> I don't think so. I would, I would bet they had a, a military McCall. You want to look mil- that up and tell me, if, and that yeah. tell me if that's the I can't stand you right now. You just know, I, um, that was, that's in your diction. You just knew to say a military McCall. Uh, yeah. I mean, this looks like, uh, yeah, it could be this. Yep. <laughs> It could be. I don't know that there was any blue, and the ones that I'm seeing here on Google Images had some blue. Yeah, it's like uh, more the the, the wingtips, right? Yeah, you but his wings. He didn't spread his wings and fly for you. Well, he was confined to a backpack, so right. I understand, but like the, the predominantly green, some white in the face, and a yeah. little touch of red on the forehead. As I look through this, I see. I mean, they they pretty much all have blue on their feathers, but not necessarily, you know, some are more profound than others. And especially when they expand their wings. 
whatever it is, man, you got bird knowledge. And I don't know if it's because on the weekends when, uh, you know, we're not chatting, you're, you're out with your binoculars in the forest looking for birds or if because, uh, you took a class, I don't know, but, uh, Joe, it's been eight minutes. Do we want to, yeah, geez, you want to get into the AFC North? If anyone's still with us, holy crap. All right, so the, the, the today we're going to rank the quarterbacks in the AFC North, and, and the premise is for this year. For this year, which quarterback would you choose to be your quarterback for your team? And the inspiration for this is I watched a segment of Get Up with Mike Tannenbaum, Rob Ninkovich, and Dominique Foxworth. And okay. I was really surprised to see that they all had it exactly the same. Lamar at one, Ben at two. This is where it gets weird. Joe Burrow at three and Baker Mayfield at four. And I texted you right away. I was like, brother, like, can you believe this? And you just said Friday pod question mark. And here we are. We've not, we've not discussed this. So I don't know where you stand on this, but we're here today to talk about it after we finish up our bird discussion. Okay. Well, the bird discussion, it's pretty safe to say it's done. Yeah, I think I've, I've had the discussion I needed to have. We should just tell us. All right, so no, Kyle, what the, are we number one? Lamar, we, is that? Yes, of course. Okay. It's a unanimous reigning NFL MVP. Rush for 1,200 yards, dynamic, pushing the ball down the field. Electric playmaker, and because it's a one-year sample size, you know, I can understand if people still have some apprehensions regarding Lamar his longevity for his play style. Like I get that that is a valid concern for a quarterback who moves and carries the ball and gets as much production on the ground as what Lamar does. But because this is a one year sample size, all of those concerns are alleviated. Lamar is the guy. All right. So you say that I, I tend to agree with you, but I think it's worth debating a little bit. The merits of Ben Roethlisberger as the choice, obviously coming off of the elbow injury, that's not what you want to have going into this decision. But if he was coming out of 2018, a season where he completed 67% of his passes for 5,129 yards, 34 touchdowns, would you give some consideration to Ben over Lamar if that was the season that Ben was coming out of? I think the... Here's what's interesting. Um... What's the most number of fourth quarter comebacks Ben Roethlisberger has engineered in his career? Four in a single in a season. season. Yeah, four in a season. Four. Yep. He hasn't had a lot of these as of late, right? No, he's no Josh Allen for sure. I mean, so and I mean, some of that obviously comes back to to Pittsburgh you know, being generally a successful team and. Ben having more than twice as many wins as he does losses in his NFL career as a starting quarterback. Uh, I think it is impressive to note, you know, of the trends, because I'm sitting here looking at at his full docket as a player. And um, as you mentioned, 5,129 yards. Not a lot of fourth quarter magic, although it maybe hasn't necessarily been needed, so that's fine. Uh I think his sack numbers the last aside of, I mean, even including two sacks in two games in 2019, but uh, 
pretty impressive to see that he went a four-year stretch where he was never sacked more than 24 times. Yeah, but do you see like where that was early in his career, dude? That dude got right. sacked on 10.4% of his dropbacks in 2007. Right, but that's what I'm saying. That's an impressive yeah. improvement. Unbelievable, yeah. To have a sack rate that was 4.1% or better in each of the last five seasons that I don't, I, I, field. I don't have any data here, but I have to think that the the way that those numbers have trended I mean, early in his career, 9.2, 2, 7.9, 8.9, yeah. 10.4, 8.9, 9.0. And then it's just gone down from there. 7.6, 7.2, 6.3, 5.1, 4.1. And then he's been under four the last four years. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I think if you wanted to, to bank on the experience – I think you'd be all right in doing so, presuming that, you know, as you said, this wasn't the year that he missed. If he was coming out of 2018. So if Lamar had his 2019 season in 2018 and Ben had his 2018 season and they were both, both those guys were coming out. Yeah. I could see why you could make an argument in the case. Um, If you were, here's the thing. Let's throw some water on Ben here. So let's say, all right. Yeah. He's coming out of 2018, but that was peak juju. AB was no, a normal human being at the time, mm-hmm. it seemed. Elite offensive line play. James Conner was thriving, right? Like, it was all there, man. Because that, Everything. I mean, it, it was a good year, but I mean, that's not like normal, Ben, right? Like, I mean, he's been a productive right. passer, but like, that's right. that that was an, an anomaly that's season. That's not his standard. Right, right. So, no, for me, it's still Lamar. Yeah, I agree, because guess what? Ben Roethlisberger isn't coming off of his 2018 season. He's coming off of a elbow injury that limited, limited him to two games in 2019. Before so I get into it. my uh, – real quick, because I think my – I think it gets interesting with two. I don't think it gets interesting with three and four. I think it gets interesting with two. All right. Uh, but before we get there – need to tell and remind everyone about our dear friends over at Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar makes the best tasting protein bar your lips will ever touch. Uh, I have enjoyed thoroughly becoming a big part of the Built Bar bandwagon. And whether you're looking for a post-workout meal, a meal replacement, a snack throughout the day, Built Bar can fill that void for you. Their protein bars have between 110 and 150 calories apiece. They've got just as much protein as your typical protein bar, but one-seventh the grams of carbs and sugar. They use all-natural flavors, dark chocolate. These things are delicious, but don't just take my word for it. You can find out for yourself by going to BuiltBar.com and using promo code LOCKEDON to save $10 off your first box. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com to save $10 off your first box and find out what all the fuss is about. QB two QB two. So this is interesting because I don't think you're going to say Ben Roethlisberger right now. I'm inclined not to say Ben Roethlisberger right now. <laughs> well, okay. I'll tell you my answer. Cause it's boring. I think it's Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Why? Yeah. Well, because I, I mean, he's, I don't love that he's coming off of the elbow thing, but I think for one season, his ability to be a dynamic passer to create offense 
uh, to win vertically down the field is something that appeals me more than I think it comes down to, okay, who is it up against Joe Burrow? Who's never played in the NFL. So he's automatically off the list for me. And then Baker who is, you know, he, he's got to bounce back. I'm optimistic that he will. And I'm sure we're about to talk about Baker a lot, but for me, I want the, the guy that I know uh, can get it done in Ben Roethlisberger. I just don't know. Ben, Ben did not look good this season. And I'm not talking about his play on the field. I'm talking about this guy with a full year off, slamming some brews. He's 37 years old. He's kind of been coy about retirement in the past. Obviously didn't want to go out this way and come back. But the man's going to be 38 years old. He's a big dude. He relies on absorbing contact is his primary play style within the pocket and withstanding those hits. I don't know if I trust him to stay healthy. And it has it's just a matter of the numbers game of he's 38 years old, he was hurt last year, and his play style is not conducive to avoiding contact. It Quite the opposite. It invites contact in the pocket. So you're nervous about durability. I am absolutely nervous about durability. Absent of that concern, which is somewhat of a silly question, but if you if you didn't if he played all 16 games last year, would you be concerned about that? I mean, would that make him two no. if he Okay. No. All right. I wouldn't be concerned about it and he he would be two because, you know, this is a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? So this is a durability I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah, and it's really the most throwing guy too. Yeah. And it's his throwing arm. So I don't even know what his arm's going to look like. I don't know. I don't know what lingering effects he may or may not have. So right. for me, I think there's more questions with Ben Roethlisberger's ability to withstand a full 16 game season. than there are questions about who Joe Burrow is while not having played an NFL snap. So who's your two? I'm undecided. Well, it's time to make a decision. <sighs> okay, so did you, do I'll, you go, I'll go Joe Burrow. I'll go Joe Really? Burrow. This floors me. You're, I thought it was crazy that they had him at three. And you have him at two. Over Baker. Listen, Baker did not have a good year last year. I'll be the first to admit it. And that hurts because I'm a big Baker brand guy. Baker with a new first-year head coach. Uh, I think they need to find the balance. And I think that he will get there, and I think that he will be fine long-term. But I think he's got uh, some stuff to sort through that wouldn't... I would... It would be brash of me to just glaze over an entire year's worth of problems and still put Baker at two. Even if I love Baker as a player, which I do. I'm going to become a Baker apologist right now. And this feels weird. Okay. Baker struggled 
last year. He did not struggle as a rookie. Historic yeah, he rookie did. season. He still had his ups and downs. But, dude, the guy had Freddie Kitchens who abandoned the offense that made him successful the year before. He was trying to gel with Odell Beckham. He had offensive tackles that are not rosterable. David Njoku was hurt. That's probably why Baker's my three. Man, you're putting Ben at four. (laughs) You really don't think this guy's going to get through the year, do you? He's almost 40 years old with a throwing elbow injury last year. I this this conversation did not go how I thought it would. I just thought okay, so uh, Baker I, whatever. But Burrow at 2. There's no good know. option. There's no good option to put it to. It's Lamar so, and everybody else. So you just want the de- the devil you don't know. Right. I didn't expect this at all. I thought I literally came into this th- thinking that we were going to rag on Foxworth, Ninkovich, and Tannebaum for having him at three over Baker. And my guy, Kyle Krabs, the avid bird watching machine has him at two. <laughs> There's no good option at two. That's all I'm saying. There's no good option at two. I have the, the 2018 rookie of the year and I have a hall of fame quarterback. Okay. And I've already been over my concerns with with Ben. So let's talk more about Baker. Yes. What else you got for me? Because all you said was you talked about Freddie Kitchens and trying to deal with o- gel with Odell Beckham. David and Joku and the offensive tackle situation. All that matters. But what's Baker Mayfield number one pick overall in 2018? Everybody yeah. people were thinking he could be the MVP of the league in 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean that much b- belief in his skill set, his talent. The way he ignited that offense. He was kind of sloppy last year. This His team was, was one in 31 the two years before I Baker Mayfield shows up. And it. all of a sudden they won 13 times as many games since Baker Mayfield stepped into the lineup. But they were still, he was still, specifically he was still sloppy. And I get you know, people are going to look at the 21 picks and point to the 21 picks as a big problem. And yeah, when you're intercepted on 4% of your pass attempts, that's a problem. But, like, to Baker's credit, how many of these interceptions hit guys in the hands? Because it's at least a third of his interceptions. I've got, I've got the, this is, I hope this is the point that settles this. Baker Mayfield coming off of his 2019 season is exactly the Baker Mayfield I want because this is a player that we already know has a chip on his shoulder. The doubters are all back. Maybe he got a little comfortable after the success he had it right away and didn't appreciate what it took to replicate that success. Mm -hmm. I think I got Baker right where I want him going into this season. Okay, so let me ask you this. Who did you have graded higher between Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield? Oh, Burrow. So why can't I use that as a foundation of an argument? Both former number one overall picks. You you can. It's it's. I think I have a, a more of a reservation with slotting anybody that's never played a snap in the league because you you just don't know. So is that an automatic deferral to being in fourth place? Yes, for me it is. Yes. 
Okay, well, I'm more willing to buy into what I think Joe Burrow can be and what I evaluated Joe Burrow as, and I, like you, had Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is the highest-graded quarterback prospect I have graded in the last four years. Baker Mayfield was two, two at Tungavailoa was three. So knowing that Baker turned Baker is looking a lot like the player that we thought he would be, but he did have bad coaching last year, but he himself was also sloppy last year. Footwork was sloppy. Some of his decision-making was a little too brash. I think you put it well when you said he probably got a little too comfortable, right? With the early success. Mm-hmm. He took over, started 13 games for the Browns, almost got this team to a winning record in the games that he started in 2018. He was 6-7 and seven as the starter. Uh, I, I think Baker will be fine. And I think Baker's ceiling is still that of a number one overall pick. But I would defer to my pre-draft opinions of both players and that I had Burrow graded higher. And I'm all the way out on Ben just because the concerns, and of course concerns with injury are, are present and prevalent with every NFL player It's a contact sport. But Two Ben does not have age on his side. He's got a throwing elbow injury that I don't know what kind of long-term lingering effects, effects I'm going to have. Didn't look like he was taking particularly good care of himself in the offseason and during last season. And he's shown kind of waffling thoughts on retirement in the past. So it's just, uh, I got enough here on Ben that I'm going to be out on Ben no matter what. I can get behind your, your, your stance on Ben. I, that's fine. No, two thoughts. Your first one is uh, Bengals nation. Uh, they they're excited to hear from you today, Kyle, because uh, you've not been a great friend of, uh, of the orange and black. And, and for them to hear you, go burrow here is going to uh, bring back is it who day or who dad i can never remember who day who dad is uh, New Orleans. who dad say they're going to beat them saints that's how i always remember because the saints jingle flows together really well so who day nation is happy to hear cincinnati from you today, yeah. yeah cincinnati okay so let me you said something there and it sparked this thought you said you still believe baker mayfield has the upside of fulfilling the promise of a number one overall pick you also said that Joe Burrow is a quarterback that you had graded higher than Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So Burrow going into I mean, year one versus Baker Mayfield, the quarterback you think has a ceiling of fulfilling his promise as number one overall pick entering year three. Like there's, there's that much of a, of a gap or you're just that concerned about him bouncing back. I don't think it's necessarily gap, but like, look at what Baker did year one. So I think about the way Baker played in 2018, and he's still, like I said, he had his ups and downs, but predominantly, you know, it's, it's, he's got the, the lack of film can play to your advantage if you're a smart, cerebral player who has like that intrinsic feel for the game which I feel like Joe Burrow also has. And then like teams get the book on you and they pick up on your tendencies and they can kind of adjust a little bit. And then you it's, then it falls back on you to adjust again and adjust back. Right. That's the chapter we're at with Baker. But like 
Kyler Murray didn't have a problem last year coming in playing well. Had his ups and downs, but like had a good season. So I, I still view Joe Burrow in that same light, and I can point to the last two number one overall picks as examples to say these guys can come into the league and perform well right off the bat. And we're talking in, a, I, I think, some context here. We're, we're not necessarily talking about for their respective teams or anything like that. We're just It's more of in a vacuum. Which quarterback would you want to have the most this year right. for some team, right? Like, right. All right, so we're just going to agree to disagree here. I have it, Lamar... Ben Baker Burrow, and I'll let and you. And I have it. I have it. Lamar Burrow Baker Ben. I I didn't think this this discussion would get so different. Listen, man, so, I just got to keep you on your toes. You know, you bring me into the podcast and quick snap me. I'm just going to throw you for a loop and give you an opinion you weren't expecting at all. Quick snap you. Talk about birds to get into a discussion on AFC North quarterbacks is, is the foundation <laughs> for disagreement between Kyle and I and, and, and good debate. So uh, oh, there you go. What a week on the pod. Yeah. We might have to do and more divisions if it's going to be like this brother. This was, I enjoyed this conversation. So we might have to yeah. revisit this. Yeah. So we did a lot of AFC North today, right? Or this week. Or, or this week between yeah. yesterday with, with Pittsburgh's discussion and, um, so I feel like I've I've probably ingratiated and simultaneously alienated myself with with Steelers fans and and uh, looking to get back in the good graces of of Hootay Nation, as you said. So who knows what to expect next week? That's why you got to hit subscribe on the podcast and come find out. Kyle Krause with Joe Marino. Thanks as always for listening to Draft Dudes Podcast. We hope you enjoy your weekend, and we hope to see you again on Monday. <laughs>